This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. It is getting hot this summer. Uh, as many of you know, I live in Colorado in the Denver area, and we've definitely had a heat wave on and off for the past couple of weeks, but you know, climate change doesn't exist. Um, I will not go down that wormhole, <laughs> but today I wanted to talk about a really important topic because I've had a lot of co- clients and a lot of athletes that I, that I know and I work with who have had the heat impact their performance and just how they feel because the heat can have a huge impact on many of us. And I figured why not? talk about some tips on how to, how you can stay cool when the temperatures increase. Because like I said, heat, it can impact everyone differently. For many of us, it may cause your heart rate to increase because the body has to work harder to keep itself cooler. And I will go ahead and say some preliminary research also shows that women handle the heat differently than their male counterparts. So this is really helpful to know if you do tend to race ride, run, or do any type of activity with, with predominantly men. Now we do tend as women to have a warmer basal temperature, which can make us feel warmer in general, and therefore make some things feel more challenging to us. So give yourself a bit of a break if you do ride or do any activities with guys. Okay. So I want to go ahead and lay that down. Now, another reason why I'm talking about this is because this topic is really important to me personally because I'm a delicate flower when it comes to the heat, especially earlier in the season before I've really had a chance to adjust to the warmer temperatures. You know, in fact, one day, I'll go ahead and share a story. Why not? I'll go down a tangent. I love you all for listening to this. Um, But one day about, um, I, I think about maybe 15 years ago, I had heat exhaustion. I thought it was heat stroke, which of course needs, you know, emergent care. Um, but I did have a, a bout of heat exhaustion while mountain biking in North Carolina. I was basically, it was like the worst day. I mean, it was actually a great day and I was so pumped to go, to go riding, but I was underhydrated. It was in the nineties and humid because hello, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, and I had just finished working a, about a 12 or 14 hour shift before I rushed to the trail to get in some laps before the sunset. Cause I had been working since about four 30 that morning within an hour of riding solo, my face started to droop on one side and I was slurring my words because yes, I did start to talk to myself. I was trying to talk myself out of the hole that I created and I was slurring, you know, needless to say, I drove myself to the ER thinking I legit was having a stroke. But first I will go ahead and say, I did drive myself home. So I went back to my apartment, hoping that my roommate was going to be there. Becca wasn't there. Uh, shout out to Becca. Love you. Miss you. Um, but I was like, okay, I got to take a shower, you know, like, let me just try to cool my temps. So I took a cold shower and it did help a little bit, but I was still like, my face was still a little droopy. I was still slurring a little bit. And I know time is of the essence if you are indeed having a stroke, but I did also know that, you know, one side of my face was droopy, whereas the other side of my body or the same side rather of my body was, was also just weaker. So I knew that that, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I knew just from first aid and things like that, that it probably wasn't a stroke, but it was probably just some heat exhaustion, but still, 
you know, if you do ever experience any symptoms like this, please, you know, get to the ER and try to cool off your temperature first. That's going to be incredibly important because a lot of ERs actually are not equipped to, to cool you down as much as possible or as quickly as possible. Um, but it was scary. Needless to say, I didn't have a heat stroke as far as they know, but they do think it was heat exhaustion. Um, but they did screen me for some other things like MS and whatnot, since that is in my family. And, um, yeah, they discovered a couple of other things, but not anything that was going to cause any heat exhaustion. Okay. I'm just a delicate flower. The same thing, however, happened to me as I was riding in the triple bypass about three years ago, since I became really overheated after forgetting, <laughs> it's my own fault, after forgetting to take them off my, um, I wear this Gore brand base layer vest. Oh, it's amazing. It's wind resistant. It's actually windproof in the front and um, mesh in the back. I did forget to take it off because it's so light. I had it underneath my jersey and I was wondering why I was just sweating excessively, you know, come around, I don't know, 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning. I forgot it was underneath my jersey. I forgot to take it off, um, but because I put it on in the morning because here in the mountains, it's incredibly cold in the morning. It was particularly cold that that morning. And, And then the event, unfortunately ran out of water. Please know I'm not dumping on triple bypass. It is a great event. This was when it was being led by other individuals who are not currently in charge of of the event. So they, unfortunately, the previous um, you know race directors did misjudge how much water they needed, and um, ran out of water. Not a great combination. Uh, so I hit a dark place that felt like it was out of my control, and. You know, I'm sure I've had heat exhaustion more than those two times, but those are the most memorable times and the reason why I do play it safer when the temps get higher. The funny part is, you know, I'm from Florida. I'm from Tampa, you know, mid mid central Florida and uh, West Coast. So it's warmer on that side anyways. You know, even the Gulf of Mexico is just warmer water. It's very tempid. So you'd think I could handle the hotter temps. But Colorado's made me soft because it's just, we don't have humidity here. It's amazing here. We have great weather here year round. Don't move here, please. Uh, we're, we're booked. We don't have any, any more space for new folks. But, you know, it has made me soft and it does get hot here. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, you know, usually it's like a cool breeze and it's not humid. It's a dry heat. So it feels amazing. Now, you know, yeah, basically I'm a delicate flower. So say what you want. But that's that's the reason why I want to talk about this, because I don't want you to be in the same position that I've been in. So today I want me to get, I want, I can't talk right now. So today I want to give you some tips I've learned along the way that help keep me cool. Many of which I've learned from firefighting and other folks I've trained who are also first responders over the years, because, you know, these tiny tips are maybe some things that you don't know, or you haven't heard from your current coach or other coach or just haven't read about. So here we go. I think I have like, let's see, six tips, something like that. All right. First thing, stay hydrated. You should be drinking ample water and clear liquids, not alcohol, even if it's clear during the days prior to your ride or event, as well as the morning of the event or ride. So usually I I suggest aiming for half your body weight in pounds in ounces of water at a minimum. So if you weigh 120 pounds, great. You should be drinking at least 60 ounces of water at a minimum. Now, during the activity, whatever you're doing, riding, biking, you know, uh, running, whatever, aim to drink at least 12 to 20 ounces of water per hour, alternating water and electrolyte mix in every other bottle. 
I usually recommend Scratch Labs. They're great, uh, as well as Noon Endurance also has a great mix. And there are some other brands on the market, you know, like Hammer and things like that, that are very dependable electrolyte mixes. So definitely check them out. Second tip, dress for the temps. You will want to start off a little cooler than usual if the morning is cooler, especially here in the mountains. It is cooler in the morning. It's fine. If you're a little bit cool, it's fine. You're going to get warm. Definitely wear wicking fabric and not cotton. Wool is also a great material to keep you cool. And wool socks are also really amazing. And wool stuff is stink-free year-round. You can't beat that. Uh, I also recently purchased some cooling buffs made by Mission. They're only around $15 or $17 each. And holy hell, do they work. You wet them with water and you basically snap them in the air a few times to activate the cooling nature. And they work with... They work like a charm. I I cannot believe how good they are. In fact, I wore one at Buff Creek, which is a trail near near Denver that's mostly desert and exposed a a lot to the sun. If you've ridden Buff Creek, everyone here knows it can get hot, which is why you usually start at like 6 or 7 a.m. But unfortunately that day we started at 10 a.m. and the temps quickly hit 90 degrees, you know, at the start. And my buff was still cool to the touch. 15 miles and a couple of hours later. I I was really impressed. I cannot recommend them enough. I'll link them in the show notes in case you want to check them out, but I really, really recommend them. Third tip, wear sunscreen. You don't want to be burnt on top of being hot. <laughs> it just compounds and is never any fun. So definitely wear some sunscreen, reapply it every hour or 90 minutes or so. Tip number four, keep your base temperature lower as much as and as long as you can. Some ways you can do this do include using a polar ice bottle or other insulated water bottle. Basically, you want to pack that with ice and then fill it with water or electrolytes. You want to do that as much as possible. Just pack it as much as you can with ice because that's really what's going to make a difference. Second uh, is, you know, placing some ice in your sports bra. Yep, I said it. (laughs) If you don't wear a sports bra, I'm sorry. (laughs) There is nothing you can do. I'm just kidding. I kid, I kid. But breast owners, (laughs) boob owners, put some ice cubes in your cleavage and put those ladies to good use. I, I'm small up top. I I have like no boobs. Um, I'm like a B on a good day. (laughs) So my cleavage is lacking, but I can still shove a few cubes in there and the ice slowly melts into your bra and it feels amazing. Try it. Seriously, you won't be disappointed. It feels really good. It does get messy. It does get, you know, drippy, obviously. If you're wearing a heart rate monitor, it will only help that. Um, But, you know, just to let you know, try it. It is, I cannot say enough good things about it. If you don't wear a sports bra, congratulations, you can still smear an ice cube or two on your inner wrists. So on the inside of your wrists, kind of where you're a little veiny, go ahead and uh, rub some ice cubes on there and that will help kind of bring the temperature down or make you at least feel cooler, even if you're not actually getting cooler. Um, The other thing you can also do is put some ice or ice packs if you have access to that and you have like a SAG vehicle or something like that as close to your armpit area to help keep you cool and just basically keep them there. You know, rub the ice cubes there or you can put some ice packs in there. That's definitely a firefighting tip uh, just to help keep that core temperature as cool as possible. And you can also smear the ice around your necks just because, I mean, it feels good uh, and it will help you feel cooler and and just, just if you feel cool, you're going to, you're going to come out in the end really well. 
Now, this is where the ice cubes that are in your polar ice or insulated water bottles helps. So that's why I say pack them with ice because the ice will melt quickly. Uh, it does get a little bit messy, you know, if you're if the bottle does sweat a little bit, but this is where those ice, those ice cubes in your water bottle come in really handy an hour or so into your ride, which is why you should really pack them in. Um, now keep in mind that the ice will melt faster, obviously, the hotter the temperatures are. I mean, it's kind of common sense, but I just wanted to say that. Definitely take breaks in the shade often, especially as you snack or you eat your meals, lunches, things like that as you progress on your ride, all right? So that's basically tip four, how to keep your base temperature as low as possible. Number five, don't think about how hot it is. Your brain will go down a freaking rabbit hole and you will just be bitching more and more about the heat. So think cool thoughts, take deep breaths. Seriously, I mean it. Think about the coldest you've been in your life and imagine it while you're sweating your ass off because your mind will believe what you're giving it, all right? Just try to cool yourself off as much as possible. Number six, have company. Misery loves company. So why not suffer together? Uh, Plus, it's a lot safer than riding or doing something solo, i.e. my earlier mountain biking adventure that I told you about in North Carolina years ago. I was solo, so that made it even scarier because I didn't have anyone to to ride with or take me with 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 them to the ER or drive me to the ER. So take my word for it. Don't don't you don't ever want to drive yourself to the ER while you think you're having a stroke or your face is droopy. Just just take take my word for it. And I don't mean to like make light of that situation um, because obviously strokes are incredibly important or serious. So, but it is something that you want to keep in mind just for your own safety and well-being. Okay. All right. That's all I have. What tips do you have for me? I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram at shift human performance, or just email me jen at shifthumanperformance.com. I'll put it in the show notes because I would love to hear what tips you have to stay cool, keep cool, and all of that jazz. If this is helpful, please share it on the socials and tag some friends who can use this advice. I'd love your review or rating if you haven't done that yet, because it can really help me push this info out to more folks and to help more people, which is always my goal with this free content. I appreciate you so, so much, friends. Please subscribe, share, and rate, and stay tuned for next week. Have a beautiful day.